No Ketchup Chicago. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick on the line. We're talking two things: the Bears and the Chicago Bulls. And that should be Man. plenty. And that should be plenty to talk about, Quick. Man, how about those bullies? Man, how about those, how about those playoff bound Bulls? Man, how about the uh, it, I heard, I heard predictions as high as like the fifth or sixth seed is what folks were talking. Reckless, reckless early season talk going on. Wow. Let's get into it, man. I've been trying to avoid hopping on Twitter and and, start, and, and talking real crazy, but this this looks like the same old the same old same old. But let's get let's get the Bears out of the way. We'll get some thoughts there cuz it's, it's it's the end of the week. It's Eagles week. We got the Eagles in a couple of days, so we'll go there and then we'll touch these Bulls. Yeah, man. I mean, you call it the end of the week. Uh, it, it's the end of the year, man. We need to go ahead and cut them away. Man. It's, 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 it's finished. Finished. It's finished. We might not. Hey, hey, we might not win another ball game. Remember we'll, a couple we'll couple episodes ago, I said, "Yo, we're looking at the rest of the schedule. We could easily win six games." It's looking that way, bro. Yeah, we got 100%. Philly, Detroit. Then we're at Los Angeles. I'll be at that game. Then we play the Giants at home. That should be a win. But th- that's the next four. There is no more. Wait, stop, stop. There is no more should be a win with the team. The Chargers should have been a win. They fired their offensive coordinator after they beat us. There is no more should be a win. I'm, I, I, we need to kill that noise right there. There is no more should be a win. You said they, scra- they scrapping to get any W anyway, any half. Any W they can. The Raiders should have been a win. The Chargers should have been a win, quote-unquote. There's no more should be. I'm done with that. This is a bad football team. Or at least the one half of it is so bad that the other half of it can't overcome. You know what I mean? And and, and we're not – I'm nah, I don't even want to hear any of that talk. No more should be wins. We'll be lucky if we get if we get to six wins. Vegas, Vegas hit it right on the head. Let's talk about this. We We – we know what happened at home against the Chargers. I had to collect my thoughts for a second because it's been – I haven't even been on Twitter talking shit. I've just been taking my L's in peace. Like, it's been really, really frustrating, right? So we know what happened with the Chargers. We know about Mitchell Trubisky. Let's talk about Matt Nagy because I'm a big Matt Nagy fan, but these last couple weeks and Oakland, I guess the whole season. Let me, let me backpedal on that. The whole season has been pretty bad. He's starting to to look really disheveled, unorganized, like he doesn't know what to do. Very Freddie Kitchens s. I was gonna say yeah, very Freddie Kitchens like. You know what I mean? Like he he's panicking at the podium. <laughs> he's panicking. the The clock management to close the half against the Chargers was some of the worst I've ever seen. His thought process. The, you know what you have to do in the NFL when you lose. And, and you make a decision that doesn't work out, you have to come to the presser and take the L. He doesn't like taking any Ls and owning what's going on. He yeah. doesn't like to say, hey, Mitch isn't playing very well. We're going to try to do this and do that. And maybe he shouldn't say Mitch out loud, but he should just come to the podium and say, the offense isn't getting it done. I'm not calling the right plays. We're not making it happen. Instead... <laughs> He comes out, and, and let me say this. I know this is, not, this is not popular in what other people think. I don't give a fuck about him kneeling and, and giving up two or three yards and not running the ball. Should he have ran the ball? Yeah, sure. His explanation for not running the ball was absolutely out. I, it was mind-blowing. That, that what do they say, man? It's not the lie; it's the cover up, right? It's the so, right. <laughs> you, can, you can, you know what I'm saying. So you can agree or disagree with the decision. I do disagree with the decision, 
But again, had he come out and explained it in a way that even began to make sense, that's fine. But he came out and pretty much said, well, I didn't want to fumble, and they know we're running the ball, so in those situations you automatically lose three to four yards. First of all, there's plenty of situations where the team, the defense knows that you're running the ball, and you don't lose three to four yards. Second, when you kneel, don't you lose two yards? Or a yard or, a yard or so? You lose yeah, no doubt. When you kneel, right? Yeah, you're taking a step backwards. So that, that logic is crazy. And you're pretty much, I mean, throwing your whole offense under the bus. Then they ask, like, oh, do you still have confidence in your offense? Like, I definitely have confidence in my offense. Like, no, you don't, dude. Like, that that was crazy. I don't want to lose three to four yards because they might know that we're running the ball. But you're a coach. You fucking scheme for that. You know what I mean? This is, this is week two of what is Nagy talking about? What is Nagy doing out there? You know what I mean? What what game is he watching? Is he, he almost tries to outsmart not only himself, but, like, conventional wisdom. You know what I mean? Like, Run the ball. Try to get a couple more yards. Listen, if he the scared thing, I, the the explanation was mind blowing. I didn't even know what he was talking about. When when they know you're gonna, it sounded like a guy that doesn't know what he's doing. Yep. A, and he was all testy too, and like defensive at the booth. Like, come on, bro, you coached a bad game. For sure. This is what you do, bro. You come out and you kneel. You lose a couple yards, and when I say I'm okay, I, I don't mind the kneel. Is because we should be banging through 41 yard field goals. Like that shouldn't be an issue, right? So if it goes through, it's a whole different conversation. But it didn't go through, and now we're wondering why you didn't get it closer because Pinheiro smoked off from 41. The as soon as he goes out and smokes off the 41, you have to own that you kneeled and you made a mistake. That's the only explanation. Do not come to the podium, in Chicago especially, talking to very, very smart football fans and say the goofy-ass shit that you said. That type of thing rubs Chicago fans the wrong, 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 wrong way. They don't want to hear bullshit responses like that. You come to the podium oh, yeah. and say, yeah, I should have ran the ball. I should have tried to get more yards. I th- This is why I kneeled. I thought... I didn't want to risk fumbling the ball. I figured we could hit it from 41. We didn't. I maybe should have got some more yards. Let's keep it moving. Right, and then he comes out there, and it's like, well, that was that was never even a thought. It was never a thought of doing any of that. You know what I mean? It's like, what what are you talking about? Right? Like, where do you get off being that arrogant? Where do you get off with that much attitude, you know what I mean, and bravado that you can, you can come out and say, well, it was never even a thought. Like, and the thing about that game, just in general, like, I haven't even thought about field goal. There were so many other things that happened in that game. We should have won 35 to 10. Yeah, exactly. 35 to 10. We, we, I mean, not you can talk about the missed miss touchdown. You can talk about some of his red zone play calling. I mean, there was plenty of opportunities to come away with touchdowns, and some of his red zone play calling was just, it was mind-boggling. It's like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? There's a, there's a play that's right in front of you, and then there's this other shit that he's trying to do. The decision to go away from running out of the I formation, like, look, I understand it's not sexy to run out of the I formation. I get it. You know what I mean? But it was effective. It's almost like, it's just like the fucking option last week. You know what I mean? Like, what is this What is this trying to outsmart shit that makes sense? We're not at that level. We don't have that type of quarterback. We don't have those players right now. You're not performing at that level. Just do basic shit and let your defense handle the rest. To play a little devil's like advocate, was, yeah. could he be really just dumbfounded by his quarterback play and he's just trying to – he's just overthinking every single situation? It's too late in the season for that. You know who you got there. You know who you got there, and I think he's been known who he's got there. Do you remember in the summer during training camp, all we would ever hear – like I've been thinking about this a lot recently. All we would ever hear is, man, the defense is really dominating the offense. And there was no, like, hey, man, the offense looks great. They're going to be humming. Like, there was no talk of that. And, like, the more I think about it, it's like, man, we knew, we should have known. We should have thought this was coming. We did not hear positive shit coming out about the offense out of training camp. All we kept hearing was how the defense was busting their ass. And we just attributed that to the defense being really good and not the offense being bad. 
So he knows who he has back there. He can't. I, I don't think he's dumbfounded by anything. He knows the drill. I don't think this is a dude who's coming out there like, man, I can't believe my quarterback is playing so bad. He might not have thought he'd be this bad, but I don't think he thought he had a stud. Yeah, I mean, 100% we talked about that. Remember we mentioned, like, uh, he had. there was an article in The Athletic where Nagy came out and talked about how he's glad he's been – so Trubisky had been throwing a lot of interceptions, and he his way to cover it up was – I'm glad that, you know, Trubisky's pushing the limits in practice and seeing what he can and cannot do. Yeah, I mean, it's that classic thing of you don't know till you come out and play games. But, yeah, there was a lot of hints that this offense is about to be super suspect. Yeah. It was just re- it was real quiet on that front. All you heard was, like, oh, the defense is just busting their ass. It's like defense, defense, defense. Like, okay, we, okay, we get it, but – First off, it's practice. The defense is only going so hard, right? And second off, you're playing them every single day. You should be able to make them some plays. So, I, you know, the more I think about that whole situation, it's like, yeah, maybe we did. We did. Dude, we should have saw this coming. But, but to answer your question, no, I don't think he's dumbfounded by what's going on. I don't think he has a pivot. What is the pivot? No pivot. What? 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 I just what told can we? You. What can we do to dumb salvage some of the season? No, we can't dumb it down, man. It can't get you any. What do it, you mean? It can't get any more dumbed down than what we're running on. Oh, no, in I'm my opinion, about the, the stand running out of the I formation oh. and basic shit like that. You know, what I mean, don't try to get cute with these run plays. Don't you know? I mean, yeah, it, it's it, you're gonna have to just keep it real basic and hope the defense keep you in it. He he started going away from what works on Sunday. He can't help himself. Like, I think he's got so much in his bag, like he always wants to show it, and sometimes he just can't help himself. Can we? We should not. There's no reason that we should have lost that game. Before we get to. There's no reason. Before we get to what he said about the Nationals and and showing the squad a clip. Can we talk <laughs> Can we can we talk about uh the what came out about Trubisky watching the game the television game on mute and seeing his I guess his body and his demeanor on the sideline Look here I, I haven't even You haven't even you haven't heard this about, No tell me about this was great So word coming out a hatless is that Trubisky watched the game on mute, like the TV view, because people wanted to, people had mentioned that his body language was down and he just seemed kind of negative and his attitude wasn't where it should be on the on the sideline type of thing. I can't, you haven't heard this. No. Hold on one second. It's absurd though, so keep going. So there was a pass that Trubisky missed to Taylor Gabriel, and he kind of grabbed his face mask with both hands, covered his eyes, and looked super frustrated. So, and I quote, this is what this is what he went on to continue to do when he was watching film. In a break from normal routine, Trubisky saw a miss in the same way the Bears fans do at home. He made sure to watch his reaction to on the next play when he lost the fumble. Following some advice, Trubisky watched the, the broadcast film in addition to the All-22 film, which is silent. And he also watched the, the game film, the television play, on silent. Trubisky said he wanted to see how my teammates see me during the game. Yeah, I usually don't watch the game copies, Trubisky said. I just watch the film and go through that. I got some advice. Coach Nagy even said I should watch that. Just watch myself and kind of see myself from a different perspective rather than just jumping to the film. I think that told me a lot about myself, Trubisky said. It was weird watching it because I really didn't see I really didn't feel that it was me. It was kind of a shell of myself. I'm going to get back to really leading the way I know how. Yo. What is, what type of like what is happening? Yo, first off, first off, he's a dumbass, number one. Uh, that's just that's, he's just he's just an idiot. Uh, I, I, I don't even know where to begin on that. You know, I mean, this is. I want to remind everybody: this is a team that has Super Bowl aspirations, right? And this is where we are in the season. We are literally talking about our starting quarterback 
watching broadcasts on mute so he can judge his reaction after he overthrows a receiver for a touchdown. And the head coach encouraging it. And then talking about what kind of learning opportunity it was. It just I don't I, it just doesn't it, really it, make this any was sense. Supposed to be his coming out here. It doesn't make any sense at all. It's stupid. It doesn't make any sense at all. Is they're that just what we're worried about. That's what we're thinking about. They're just saying shit to say shit. Listen, the offense. They're trying exactly right. So bad. They're, they're, trying gra- so they're trying to grasp. They're trying to grasp for any straws that could. If you have to go work, if someone is telling you that you need to go watch the TV film to see how your body language was because of the mistakes that you're making, like this, that's this is not going to help him do anything. Like, well, I, you know what he needs to watch the film of? Overthrowing receivers yeah, like, and not making a fucking play. The, the, what I thought was interesting as well is Dan Orlovsky, ESPN, get up, always talks and he's always tweeting about Trubisky and his, him never getting his feet set. And I kind of took it with a grain of salt when I first heard it. But if you go watch him and every time he misses a throw – on top of us always saying he looks uncomfortable, his mechanics don't look all that bad when he's dropping back. But when he's letting balls go, his feet and stuff are all—they are all over the place. And I didn't really pinpoint it until Orlovsky kind of mentioned it. I think he even tweeted like, "I've wa- I just watched the Bears' first ten pass plays, and Trubisky had his feet not set on nine of them." It's it's just a disaster at the moment, man. It's a, it's a whole disaster, man. Like the whole situation is disastrous. It starts with Trubisky and Nagy. You know, I mean, obviously Trubisky, he's he's awful. So you know, you can't really get too much done when your quarterback is bad. But I don't think Nagy is doing him any favors. And just like I said last week, he needs to just be running the football. That's what he does well. We know without a doubt if Mr. Bissy can do anything, he can scramble. So we just need to have him scramble. So you say, like, hey, what can he do? That's his pivot right there. Have Mitch scramble. Run the ball out of the eye formation. Keep throwing these short little passes because it's all you can really do. But you can't trust him to run any of these nicely designed plays that Nagy has. Like, I can't, I can't put it all on Nagy because some of these overthrows, and remember we talked, we talked about it last year. But last year they were near red zone. Remember that he'd always had those near those red zone near interceptions. For whatever reason, they didn't get picked off. But we'd be like, man, he throws a lot of just bad balls at certain times, right? But they just don't get intercepted. This year, it's overthrowing these receivers, and it's always those nice. I feel like if I'm if I'm Taylor Gabriel, it seems to happen to Taylor Gabriel more than anybody on this team. Like they, there's about three or four touchdowns that have been left out there this year for Taylor Gabriel. Or big plays, you know what I mean? Like, that one was a for-sure touchdown. He's just really bad, was, man. It's just bad. He's, He's just bad, bad. man. Again, He's I just don't bad. don't have a problem with... Like, <laughs> throw, throw some picks, man. Do, do something. Maybe like, ooh, he was really trying to force that one in there, but it's like, no, you are missing wide-open receivers. You cannot do that in the NFL. Yo, That's I got so... conversation you need to be having. I got so many texts that were telling like, yo, you got to tell quick that was some funny shit when you were talking about it. he can't even throw any picks. If y'all missed it last week, Quick was so hot. He said Trubisky can't even throw any picks. That's how. That's how. Yeah. That's how badly he's overthrowing receivers. He can't even throw picks if he wants. <laughs> if he it to wanted nobody. to, you know what I'm saying? He's it to nobody. Nobody. I mean, he threw a pick on Sunday. That was a terrible interception. And you know what? You know what I mean, but he. he no, no, my he fault. Fumbled, Go ahead. And nobody yeah. touched him. He fumbled and nobody touched him. Yeah. Like, what's going on here? In the fourth <laughs> quarter, my man fumbled, fumbled when nobody touched him and overthrew a touchdown. What are you supposed to do with that? And 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 but, but by Don't the way, by the way, your best. this is weekly though. Every every this week. is every week. Does not make plays. And I'm gonna say and I'm gonna say this. You know what leaders don't say. I'm going to get back really leading in the way that I know how. If I heard the the so-called leader say that, uh, it would be like, dude, this is just not what. Like, well, well, who's who's following him? If you're in that locker room, Mitch is trying to rally. Come on, Sean. You're gonna look at him like, dude, are you out of your mind? You're fucking ass. 
don't talk to me, dude. You need to forget leading. You need to figure out how to play your position. We don't even need you to lead right now. We got plenty of leadership. We do not need you to lead. I need you to make a play. Just make a play. He he hasn't made a play this year. His only, you know, when he made plays was garbage time last week. Yeah, dude, he he looks he looks semi good in garbage time, which is fucking gross. That yeah, was really that was really play. sickening. Eagles, go ahead. What 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 play has he made this year? He's regressed. Like he's regressed big time. He was much better last year. No, it's the, it's the same story. It's it's red zone. It's red zone mess ups. It's there's no trust. The execution's not there. It's 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 all bad, man. I, I would take last year's Mr. Bisky over this year's Mr. Bisky. And he wasn't good last year, but he's gotten worse this year. Like he's worse, no doubt. All right, let's get to uh, let's get to something that had you had you upset. Had you in your had you in your tweet bag heavy, calling him Tressman. It was Tressman like. Tressman, yeah, Tressman era shit going on over there. That was all right now. If you missed it, Matt Nagy showed the team a PowerPoint, and for whatever reason, when they when I read PowerPoint, I started laughing. <laughs> Just because <laughs> when when I heard it was a PowerPoint, I was like, what, "What's going on here?" Like I could see him like. Holding the controller with a with a picture of like Strasburg on on the first slide, and then like going this to Howie Kendrick hit a home run, <laughs> <laughs> and then going to like Rendon and being like, "This is this is Rendon. He just goes about his business, and doesn't say anything." Like, <laughs> go to the go to the next slide, and it like dissolves to a picture of like Howie Kendrick or like Trey Turner. You know what I'm saying? Like. Well, PowerPoint. Didn't, well, he didn't show you that he's he's AJ Hinch. So, like, yeah. <laughs> so the 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 first thing that that got me cracking up was the PowerPoint because I just I pictured like this picture sliding in from the left and the right and like goofy shit like that. So I thought <laughs> so that was Khalil funny. Mack watching the PowerPoint. Yeah, like I was like, come on, on what's what is happening here, right? <laughs> so. Matt Nagy showed his team a PowerPoint of the Washington Nationals winning the World Series last night after starting the season 19-31. and 31. He said, how do you not show that to your guys? How do, you le- how do you not let them pull from that? Your thoughts. Your thoughts on uh, Nagy running a, a, a Washington Nationals PowerPoint for the boys. Oh my God, man! Like again, bro. This is well. When you when you add that on top of Mister Bisky watching silent game film, it's just like, <laughs> what, what, what's going on over here. You know what I mean? Like if you're one of the other coaches, you're like, what the hell is going on over here? Like we're showing them a slide, a PowerPoint slide of the of the I'm sorry of the Nationals winning the World Series in Game Seven last night, and trying to use that as inspiration. It's just, it's absurd. It's absurd, man. It's, 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 it's one thing to be 12 games under when you're 50 games into a 162-game season. It's another thing to be where you are when you're the Bears right now. And it's just a completely, it, it doesn't, it, whatever, man. Even, like, putting all logic aside to it or whatever he was trying to accomplish, it just doesn't make any sense. It's stupid. It's foolish. It's more shit to just make headlines. When I read that, it's absurd. It's absurd, man. Like, what where, where, are these stories? I, I, I want to hear about you showing them PowerPoints on how to win a fucking football game. How about that? Put that together. I don't need to hear about Game 7 last night if I'm on that team. You know what I mean? Like, seriously, picture Khalil Mack sitting there watching a slideshow of the Nationals winning Game 7 and him trying to use that as inspiration. Like, that's some real Mark Tressman, grow the man type shit. Like it's 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 ridiculous. I don't know what's going on over there. I understand we all want to like Mike Nagy. I think it's time that he needs to go. He has to go. Wow! So you're there. This is, he has to go. This is not a this is not a leader of men. 
No, man, it's not. It's not. This is not it. That's a good. That's a good way to put it. He should be getting at this point. Like you got to get in somebody's ass, right? And we'll talk about that when we talk about this other bozo in Chicago sports next. But like, no, it's getting somebody's ass time. It's like, yo, we went out there, like you said, he owned that shit. We went out there, we were fucking garbage. He was up there yesterday, was it, I'm sorry, Tuesday or Monday, rambling on about some of the progress that Mitch made. I'm like, what are you talking about? It was it's, it, it was Y'all crazy. It was, ball game. it was crazy how similar, I actually heard that audio. It was crazy how similar yeah. that him and Boylan sounded. Yeah. We're yeah. making oh, progress. Yeah. We did this, we did that. My, my oh, yeah. guy. Oh yeah, we're getting better. Yeah. Like, what are you? Talking what are you? About? What are y'all watching? And you're that, losing ball games. But this is the thing, right? That that's what the, the big. And I'm gonna harp on this because it's. I think it's a major factor. Chicago sports fans do not deal with cap like that. Because it's almost like you're spitting in our face. What are you talking about? We're getting better. We've blown. We've blown double digit leads. I'm talking about the Bulls. We've blown double-digit leads to garbage teams the last week. The only decent team we've played against, we got absolutely steamrolled in Toronto. So what are you, what, what are you talking about? So that's the biggest thing, man. It's like come up there and, 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 and change the way. The, the national thing didn't, didn't bother me as much. You know, what, you, know what's, you know what's interesting, too, though? I feel like everything that we do in the locker room is always in the media. Like, could that not have been kept in the house? Yeah. Could that not have been done? Like I said earlier in the year, Nagy gets on the mic and he just talks too much. He wants to share everything. He wants to explain everything. He wants to explain his thought process behind everything. It's like, yo, get up there, take the L. We miss this. We miss that. If, and if, get off the stage. Yeah, exactly. A- the, answer the, the questions. Room, do what you got to do and keep it moving. Belichick could shoot somebody in the locker room and you would never hear about that shit. This is what I mean. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Keep it on. You know, keep it moving. Like, you're not obligated to tell them everything. Like, let them, let them get. You know what I mean? Like, you don't, you're not obligated to tell them absolutely everything. That's what I liked about Lovey. Lovey wouldn't tell anybody shit. It seems like the big, there, say, the big time guys words, don't tell anybody moving. anything. You don't tell them anything. Again, man, I think a lot of this naggy shit is like, let me show you how smart I am. I'm going to get up and over-explain shit to you. I'm going to fucking, you know, show PowerPoints about the Nationals winning. and use it. It's just stupid. A lot of this shit is foolishness. A lot of this shit is for the media. You know what I mean? The Trubisky story doesn't need to get out. That National shit doesn't need to get out. Is that that's what I'm saying, man? It's time to go. I'm done. I'm I'm good. I'll pass. Do you know the hard pass for me? Do you want to hear a crazy number for Trubisky on how bad he's been? DVOA is defensive adjusted value over average. Calculates a team's success based on the down and distance of each play during the season. Then calculates how much more or less successful each team is compared to the league. Mitchell Trubisky, negative 9.8. To give, you a, to give you a comparison, the rest of the guys in the division, Kirk Cousins, 23.5. Aaron Rodgers, 21.3. Matt Stafford, 27.1. He's negative 9.8. It's just, the guy is, 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 is playing so, so poorly, it, I don't know, man. I don't know it's what to awful, say. Man. And, and we could sit around and have the where do we go from here conversation, but it's you know at this point it's just yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. The season's over, man. Like I don't know anybody who's even talking about how we can turn around. Like we're we're so far behind where we need to be. Like if our defense wasn't out of this world, we could be easily a, a one in six. Yeah, I mean only you can't score against, any points. Only yeah. Minnesota. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You can't, you can't score. Like, yeah. you can't score, that's just, that's just what it is, right? So, and yeah. the crazy thing is if our offense was average, we'd be 5-2, and 6-1. and one. Average. Average. Just average. It would be like that. My boy sent average. me. 
I, I didn't really think about I, for whatever reason, I haven't thought about this either. That whole Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes thing is literally going to follow us around until we die. Forever. Forever. I never I never thought about it as a forever thing. I was like, yeah, we'll eventually get a quarterback and he'll be solid and whatever. Mahomes looks like he might win three Super Bowls. Watson can win one or two. That's going to follow us forever. It's going to be gross. Forever. Forever. And again, man, in Mahomes, I will never be like, oh, I can't believe we missed on Mahomes. A lot of people did. But uh, we don't need to go down this again. But there's just no Deshaun Watson. Was, it was, it was, you can't overthink yourself. You know what's funny? I was reading uh, this article the other day that somebody had written. And they were like, yeah, like one of the big things, like some scouter written it. He's like the biggest thing for me about Trubisky when he was coming out that like, um, you know, gave him some apprehension was that Trubisky didn't win the starting job at North Carolina his second year. They gave it to some dude who ended up not even playing in the NFL. And this dude was like, that always struck me as odd. I don't understand why anybody ever talked about it. Remember, he only played yeah, I'd never heard North that. Carolina, yeah. Right? yeah. 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 There was a dude who played in front of him and the dude who played the year before. So I think so Trubisky came out after his junior year. So he didn't win it as a sophomore, even though his coach was like, you know, oh, this dude could be great, like, yeah, yeah, all that. Um, this other dude won it who, like, put up crazy-ass numbers. The team went, I think it was, like, I don't know, 9-2 and two or something like that, or, like, you know, 10-2, and two, something like that. And then the next year, Trubisky comes. Uh, Trubisky was the starting job because the dude's not there anymore. Their offense regressed, and they win, like, really win, like, three less games. You know, everybody's like, well, you know, if this dude was supposed to be so great, why didn't he, you know, elevate the team? And he's like, it's just that whole fallacy of saying, oh, just coach this guy up like he has all the tools. And it's like, no, sometimes, man, the, the film doesn't lie. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think yeah. especially at the quarterback position, the film doesn't lie. For I, don't, I don't like potential. You know what I mean? Like, look at potential on like a fucking center, not a quarterback. You know what I mean? Like an NBA center is what I mean. Like, oh, that dude's big, you can jump high and shit. Like, not the NBA, NFL quarterback. Like, the film doesn't lie. Watch the film. It goes back to what we were talking Watch about when film. guys don't dominate in college. They don't come up to the league and dominate. It doesn't happen. Yeah. It doesn't if happen. If you're that good of a quarterback, you'll win ball games. An interesting point on that is an example, too, is Clemson and Trevor Lawrence. They had just went to... I don't know if they went to the title game, but they had just had a really good year with uh, Kelly Bryant. Yeah. Like, he was the starter. He won, like, 11 games. I Don't quote me on 11, but he, he had just come off a really good year. Trevor Lawrence, a true freshman, comes to town. And every and Dabo's like, whoa, bro, this is a wrap. You better get your transfer yeah, shit ready, bro. bro. Trevor Lawrence yeah, is playing. Bye. Simple as that. Yep. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He's just a better quarterback. I don't care. Kelly Bryant, you did a great job, whatever. Yo, same thing with Tua. With Tua, Tua man. I was about to say, Tua over Jalen Hurts. Like, yeah, this is, <laughs> hey, man, this He's dude's. Like, hey, this dude's better. I'll never forget when Tua came off the bench and started doing that. I remember looking at my dad and being like, this guy was on the bench all year? Yeah, they didn't play this dude all yeah. season. Like, wait, hold on, guys. Like, what, what's going on here? Like, I know Jalen Hurts is nice, but Doug, he came in in the second half and started flinging it. I never seen nothing and like the that. First half of that game went. The first half of that game was just awful for Bama's offense. Like, couldn't get anything going. My man came out flinging it and then threw a walk off touchdown to win the national championship. It was unheard of in a national championship or any championship game to take your quarterback out at half. That I, that never happened in the history of sports from what I remember. I, yeah. I, I don't remember it ever happening. So, yeah, that was right. some crazy stuff. But it's just one of those things. It, 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 even goes, film, it even goes back to what you're saying about training camp. Like, this guy can't play, man. He can't play. He can't play, bro. Same thing with Russell Wilson and Matt Flynn. Yeah. 100%. Pete, you know, you know the Pete Carroll was. Wilson? We talked about it, right? Who, where, who was watching the film? I watched Russell Wilson play at Wisconsin. He was a monster. He elevated the team. The team got better when he got there. It was worse when he left. Absolutely. Watch the film. But Pete Carroll sitting in practice, and yeah, listen, 
whoever the GM was at the time. I, under, I, I understand you just gave Matt Flynn a bunch of cash, but this dude is a bum, and Russell Wilson is going to be able to win us football games. So that's who we're going to play. That's who I'm going to play. That's that. That's what happens when you just you just jump off the page. Mitch just doesn't have it, bro. Simple as doesn't that. Doesn't have it, man. He's I watching film watch of. Film. He's watching body language film of himself. What? Like he's watching broadcast. He's watching broadcast on you. For body so language and reactions, yeah. it's just it's just sick, sick, sick stuff, bro. Let's move over to the Chicago Bulls. It, it's an ugly time for Chicago sports right now. An absolutely ugly time. Bulls are one and four. They beat the. <laughs> <laughs> well, so well, this is the thing, right? You look at a schedule to start the season, Charlotte, one of the worst teams in the league. Memphis without a doubt. Memphis, a really bad team with a with a young a young PG that looks like he's gonna be a dog. A very much rebuilding team. Uh, more worse than rebuilding. They they don't have the, they're, early, they're early like beginning, they're like the first rebuild. stage of rebuild. It was literally yeah, their sure. point guard second yeah. game in the league that, that they just picked number two in the draft. Right. So then we play. Then we play the Raptors at home. Okay, fine. At the Knicks at Cleveland, we literally played three of the worst. If you you could even say four of the worst teams in the league, and we lost to we lost to three of them, and and, and had a double digit lead going in to a couple oh, times going like the last six the minutes. We were spanking the Knicks for most of that game. We were up. We were up huge on the Knicks. So, I'm going to kick it off with this Jim Boylan audio of him post game. We're, we're recording this on Halloween. Happy Halloween, by the way. This was from uh, Wednesday, October 30th. This is Jim Boylan after the loss against the Cavaliers, one seventeen, one eleven. Guys are off to no one expected a one and four start. What what have you learned about your team in this in this start? Well, I I, I think we've played in competitive games on the road. I think we've battled. Um, we haven't played as well in key moments as I had hoped, and they had hoped too. That's part of the learning process. So. Um, we're playing competitive basketball. We, I think we won the first two quarters, and uh, I think we lost the third and, and lost the fourth. So the other night we won the first two quarters and lost the third and lost the fourth. So, You know what makes me really mad about Boylan? I don't understand this. It really pisses me off. In a, in a, a couple of these post-game pressers, they're asking him questions about the loss of the Knicks, the loss of the Cavs. They're like, hey, Jim, you blew a 10-point lead coming down the stretch there. What happened? And he's nodding his head and smiling. He has, like, a huge grin on his face. I don't I don't understand it. Is it a nervous thing? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, man. I mean, this, this dude's a fucking clown, man. <laughs> that's, 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 that's honestly the best way to describe he, it. Like, he, he does he, seem just kind of like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what to do, bro. He's a fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a fucking doofus, bro. That's exactly what he is. Like, these, his, 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 so he, I don't know if he's watched for her. Shout out Jason Goff and Kendall Gill on the, uh, on the post game shit. But like, just watching them. I've been watching that. Goff's you know, been doing a good job. Yeah, he's doing a good job. So, you know, they get it right when it happens. And like, you know, they cut, guy kind of cut right back to their faces and shit. Like, and I take my hat off of there for holding it together, man. Cause I wouldn't be able to do what I heard that shit first. Like, I heard it last night. And I was like, what is he talking about? What is he talking about? Like, hey, do you think you guys can get better? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's like, no, you don't really believe that. Like, dude. what? Like, how could you even you know, like, say that? You don't believe that. You know, that. That's coaching. You know, like, that's why they went away from uh, Laurie in the fourth quarter. It's like, what are you talking about, man? Like, it's the growth process. It's the growth process. Like, dude, yeah, this is all part of the growth process. It's like, come on, man. This dude's a clown. I thought he was supposed to be this hard ass, right? Who has people running suicides and shit on a Sunday morning. Now this dude coming out in the press conferences sounding like a fucking clown. He's an idiot. They need to fire this guy yesterday. He, he, he should not he's, be coaching. He's in over he's his idiot. head, man. 
way over his head. He's just he in over his I head. I think he's laughing because he doesn't even have an answer. I don't fucking know. You tell me what's going on. I don't know. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm watching the game out. just like y'all. I'm not making no adjustments. Yeah. I'm, wa- I'm know. just watching the game. Kitchens. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, this is just crazy. I don't fucking, I don't know. Hell yeah, we're making progress. Yeah, listen. We used to clown Fred for not knowing what was going on, but I think Fred actually knew what was going on. He just wasn't great. This dude absolutely has zero idea what's going on. You don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening. You watching it just like me. We not, this quote really, this quote really threw me. He said, yeah, I mean, you know, last couple of games we've won the first, won the first and second quarter, <laughs> lost the third and fourth. Lo- then, so you he lost said, the game. Then the next, then the next day, then the next night, he's like, "Yeah, we won the first and second quarter, <laughs> lost the third and fourth. In my head, I'm like, "Okay, that means me and my coaching staff don't know how to close the games and don't know what's going on. We, we, we don't know how to make an adjustment. We don't know how to make. He's just like." Yeah, it's basically like, hey, so you know, David Fisdale's a better coach than me, and John Beeline's a better coach. Than me. That's pretty much what. Yeah, saying. dude, he stinks. Like, yeah, we were I don't get it. In the first half against bad teams, but here's the thing: it's kind of just like the Bears, like you know, saying that whole like we should have won or against bad teams. It's like, guess what? We are a bad team. This yeah. is a bad team. What it, golf? Team. Golf said. I don't, don't want to hear. Huh? Go, golf said, if you lose. To the 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 three three or the four of the worst teams in the league, then what does that make you? One of the four worst teams. Yeah, I mean, one of the worst teams in the league. Like it's simple as that. Yeah, we, yeah. we were this is a duped. bad team. I, I don't see any turnaround coming from this team at all. There's so many holes. Wendell Carter is soft at the rim. Is the is the best way to put it. Soft, soft. I'm gonna, Stop I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it to you, and I'm gonna keep it 100. I'll keep it straight about Wendell Carter. He's gonna be an average 12 and seven center, a real regular cat. That that'll that'll make a that'll make a defensive play here and there. Um, th- that's where I'm at on Wendell Carter. I know he's still young and there's time, but I don't, I don't really see it. And it's it's yeah, funny. I, you be- know, I think I think he could be better. Um, I don't think I don't I don't know if I'm ready to call him average, but I don't know if he's going to be great. But again, when he he for for a guy who's you know a big man, like he he doesn't want to he doesn't want to dunk. He doesn't want to flush it. You know what I mean? Like he should be flush. That pass where he threw it completely out of bounds. That kick out was who who, 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 who was that Sexton that was coming towards him? Is it a Sexton or Darius Garland? It was a guard. That, he's like, oh, I don't want to smoke. That kick out is one of the like if that happened in a pickup game, even in a pickup game, there are people on the team are in your ass. Like, yo, lay the ball up. Ass, like, yeah, what are you doing? Lay the put ball up, bro. Man, what like, are you doing, yeah. bro? Lay the ball up. What put the doing? ball in the basket. You yeah. standing right there. Mind you, this is yeah, this, regular dudes that are six feet tall. This guy's and then, like, stop. Yeah. And then Sexton flushed on him. Punched him. The young the young bull. The young bull him. punched him. <laughs> I was, I was, I was really sick when I saw that too, and that was just like to close yeah. the game, kind of. It's just another blown defensive assignment. It's, it, it's just all bad. I've, I think I've, Zach, Lev- yeah, Zach Levine was playing that Matador defense, and you know, and then Wendell could clean it up, and no, know, no type of backdoor help. Yeah, to get better at D, but isn't you know, it's just this, this whole this whole thing is a joke. This is a team that I definitely believe their own hype coming into the season. I can tell you that. Like you they think they were drinking their own Kool Aid? Oh, yeah. Wendell Carter said it last night. He's like, yeah, we listen to that shit. You know, like something along those lines. Like, yeah, of course. And of course. I'll say this about Zach Levine: when he's playing really well, when he's fun, he, he's fun to watch. When he's not playing well, it's really, really, really brutal to watch. It's, if he's not scoring, he brings nothing else. To yeah, the, table. the the shot selection becomes really, really bad. Yeah, it's it's tough. That's the difference between Zach Levine and a superstar. My biggest thing too. He doesn't bring anything to the table. My biggest thing too is the last two games against the Knicks and Cavs. To close the game, last three plus minutes, absolutely zero idea of what we're doing on offense. And I believe he has the wrong players out there. I like Sadaransky, but there's the the last couple games coming down the stretch. He's out there to facilitate. 
and even even uh against Cleveland there's just no offensive sets going on and it's just all hero ball with Levine trying to score buckets. Lloyd didn't even close the game against against Cleveland. Well, and, and he Everyone knows team. Levine's get the getting the ball, and then he's and then he's not doing what he's supposed to. It's just all bad, man. Yeah, and he loves Archie. He's got this. He's got this weird rotation with like Archie almost playing the three. Like the whole shit is crazy, bro. Like, <laughs> is, what is he doing, bro? Like you know what I'm saying? Like I'm sorry, man. Like I get it. Like Archie, you know, he's, he's a fun player to watch. He plays hard. He tries hard and all that. But like, come on, man. Like I don't. I don't know what we got going on here. You got. Otto Porter Jr. on a minutes restriction. He's like 22. I don't get that either. What the fuck is this? It's almost like, hey, we got to put someone on load manager because that's like a hot hot button phrase around the league. Yeah. So maybe we got to put one of our guys on some some type of restriction because – that's what everybody else is doing. So, like, yeah, let's rock with if it. If I'm fat young, if I'm fat young, I'm walking in the GM's office and saying, "Hey, man, y'all gotta get me up out of here." Man. Sure, no, crazy. man. Thad got his bread, bro. <laughs> Thad got that extra bread. He's chilling, man. He knew what time it was. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. He man. knew what time it was. This whole situation is terrible. That I don't know what they're doing out there. Yeah, you're getting ran off the floor <clears throat> by Toronto, which is okay, as expected. Siakam is balling off his mind right now. Shout yeah. out Siakam, bro. It's like thirty a game. Yes, sir. Um, I know it's early. That new money. But, um, new money. Yeah. New money. <laughs> that new money Man. put a spring in your step, boy. You're up. You're up twenty. You're up twenty pretty much most of the game against the Knicks. You let them get back into it. You let Bobby Portis just smack. You. He murdered us. Bobby that. Portis smacked him around in the second half. It was Bobby Portis' time. Like he smacked him around in the second half. The Knicks are running these off the wall unconventional lineups with. Portis, Julius Randle, and Marcus Morris all in the game at the same time. You can't handle that. Zach Levine goes into ultimate hero ball mode. Like, they, they didn't score. Did they not score for the last five minutes of that game or some shit or four minutes of that game? Yeah, they went on a 13 0 run uh, to close yeah. it. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. So, I mean, and Boylan doesn't know what to do about it. He How do you no feel? Idea what how do you feel about Kobe getting some minutes down the stretch? At least someone that can threaten uh, uh, an individual bucket. That was kind of what I was looking for coming down the stretch of the Knicks and then Cleveland. Because literally, the same thing that happened in New York was happening in Cleveland, and we made no adjustments in New York and made no adjustments in Cleveland. Yeah. Didn't try a different player, didn't do anything. We didn't even we didn't even bang a timeout during that thirteen zero run against the Knicks. I don't I don't uh, think. No, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. He didn't do anything. He had Cleveland, no idea yeah. what to do. He had no idea what to do. That that guy is terrible. So he's worse than Nagy. The the, <laughs> the Bears in shambles. The Bulls in shambles early. I want to get your thoughts on this uh, Embiid cat <laughs> fight situation. <laughs> Then the internet, Listen, then the internet talk afterward. Yeah, I mean, first off, man, you you can't you can't be called him a bitch in a in a in a pussy multiple times. So I mean, yo, cat, like you said, like you said, this yo, on the group, multiple times, like, bro. On Carl Anthony Towns, Carl Anthony like, Towns the next time they play in the warm up, in the in yeah. the layup, in the pregame warm up, you have to go see that man ASAP. Yeah. ASAP, bro. Simple as to. that. You have to pay him a visit right now. Right, like right immediately. You cannot let somebody. The whole league, the whole league saw and heard that. If you don't answer that, like you know, at that point, it's personal. He said, he said he had his mama waving two fingers. Like, come on, man, very disrespectful. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, like, this is the thing. I, I'm not a big. <laughs> I love Joel's game. I, I think he's he leans on the corny side for me. Yeah. Somebody's got to check, dude. And this is a very, very good opportunity for Cat to check, dude. Especially the way Cat's playing right now. Like, he's talking all that playoff shit, blah, 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 blah. He was saying some, he was being extremely disrespectful. Disrespectful, bro. He said, he said, Jimmy treats you like a bitch. Yeah, I mean, he he called him a pussy, called him a bitch, told me he was soft. 
Yeah, brought his mom to the situation, all that. Yeah, man. Like, come on, man. That's very disrespectful. I'm saying, like, yeah, that's even no tough guy shit, but you can't be disrespected like that. You no, know what I mean? Like, like, you can't be disrespected like that. You gotta, you gotta stand up. You know what I'm saying? But maybe Cat, Cat might not be built like that. When do they play again? I don't like, know. Hit the prime time. That's it. What? We need that on pay per view. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> ESPN plus plus. All that, mic oh, them up, everything. Yeah, they, only, they only got two games, though, so that's decent. They only got two games. Uh, fucking Ben Simmons got away with the chokehold. No fines, no, no games. Yeah, he choked him out, bro. He choked him out, serious. Yeah, so. He's playing that Aussie rules football with his ass. I'm going to be interested to see what, what comes of this, or if anything. Like. If the next time you see him is at the All Star game, I don't care, bro. That doesn't matter. You at least got to go have a conversation with him, or at least do you remember uh, when Cam Newton tried to go talk to uh, who was that? He tried to go talk to and do Calvin like, Benjamin. Yes, it, it, it's yeah. it's a, it's at the very least got to be something like that. Yeah, and if, if MB right? doesn't yeah. want to talk to you, then cool. But like, you got to go. You got to go show some type of alpha and, and, and go talk to dude, or you do go something. See that, man. He should go smack and beat and just leave it he like should. that. One hundred percent. Take take the five games. The Mike whatever, Mike. whatever coming with it. Just to just to. Hey, that's, what you, that's what you tell the coach. Hey, look, coach, man, I'm gonna <laughs> see y'all in a couple weeks. Yo, <laughs> it was like it was like right my now. man on the on the Reds. When he told the coach, he like, "Y'all about to go? I'm about to go at the bench, bro." And the and the, and the Reds coach kind of looked at him like, "All right, go do your thing." And my man threw his glove down and ran at the whole bench. Like when there's people like that, like not not even getting disrespected to the tenth of what Cat got disrespected. Like making sure they making sure they they're getting they're getting it in. You, Cat, you gotta do something. I keep to leave out there pulling people's chains off. Pulling people's chains Like, off. you yeah, got to go. You got to go handle business, cat. You got to tell the coach, like, look, I will see y'all. Y'all have a nice little road trip. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to see you today, Yo, Do you <laughs> think? Here's the, here's, the che- here's the blank check. Whatever number uh, whatever yeah, number I'm they sorry. come back with, I'm, I'll yep. fill it out, I'll send apologize. it in. It's all good. Look, yeah. Here's my I'm statement. Staying shape. I'm here's- Here's my you know? statement. You just had a statement pre-written yeah. out. Like, no, nah, yeah. bro. Some, yeah. some got to I need, to, I need to go see that man right now. I cannot play this game until I go see that man right now. He called me. A, he called me a bitch in the pussy. He called. Too, he yeah. called me yeah. too much stuff. Too much, bro. He, he brought up Jimmy. You know, how I feel about that. <laughs> you know, I, I still have nightmares yeah, was, about I, Jimmy. I want to know what Jimmy was telling them, man. I mean, you know what he was telling. Them. I just want to know how. He was Oh, yeah, cat was my bitch. Like, like what? Yeah, I mean, he just was essentially like, "Yo, this dude's soft as pillows, bro." But simple as, as that, fuck, man. Just let Jimmy got it out the mud. We talk about it all the time. Some but, more man, NBA shit. things I wanted to hit on. The Warriors piece. I thought Eli and the thread said something very interesting. The Warriors can get really spicy. Super spicy. Curry's got a broken left hand now. Clay's already out on the ACL. They don't have any players over there. D'Lo is, I mean, D'Lo's D'Lo. He's there. But they're not, they haven't meshed yet. They, they're not playing very well, right? Why not tank, get healthy, and try to get another piece to, to get back in there and compete with everybody else? Yeah. In the West. I think they're, yeah, they own their pick. Their pick is like top 20 protected or some shit. So. Right. Yeah, they, that, that's going to come back. So, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Why not? They're not, they're not, yeah, they're, they were struggling already. How do you feel about this trade Draymond stuff that's been going on now? That's been heating up today. I mean, it's interesting, right? If yeah. they could, I mean, if they could get some pieces and kind of almost like just dump the year. It would be interesting because obviously Steph can come back from a left hand, but is it going to be one of those situations where he's chilling and that left hand taking a little longer to heal than usual? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And, oh, yeah, man. And then, Clay, and then Clay's like, I, actually, I'll just take the whole year off. How about I? How about I just take the whole year? Next thing you yeah. know, they yeah. have in the West, 
especially, they got 20 wins. And you got the perfect tank point guard in D'Angelo uh, Russell. Yeah, like, yo, D'Lo, go out there and get 37 yeah, he'll, a night. He'll, he'll, cool. he'll, he'll do enough to keep the fans engaged because they'll <laughs> give you, like, 40 on some nights and win, but they won't win enough games to win. Uh, you know, you can make it look like you're trying with D'Angelo Russell out there. Just go out there and do what you got to do, bro. Yeah, do what you got to do. You got a blank slate, man. You know what I'm saying? It's a new building. Go ahead. 50 Rumble. points, and they lose by 15. I see, yeah. I've seen that movie <laughs> yeah, too yeah, many 100%. times. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm Um, yo, I yeah, wanted I wanted to bring this that. up too. I wanted to bring this up. I watched uh I watched Utah last night. Snooze fest, just like I said. My first opportunity, I watched it front to back. Utah had the Clippers without Kawhi, oh, yeah. but just no excitement. No, no fun. Yeah. Mike Connolly is a ball player. We knew that though. Finally, yeah, he started off the season tough, but yeah, he's he's yeah. gonna be a good piece for them. He played yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, they're gonna win a bunch of games. They'll get knocked out of the second round against a better team. But yeah, they're boring, of course. You know, Quinn Snyder is a good coach, but it's boring. Donovan Mitchell's super green light. Dude, he was getting so many good looks yesterday because of Connolly. It was sick. I think he was like ten. Yeah. Of, he was like ten of sixteen or something. It was gross. I didn't take too. I didn't take too much out of it because there's no Kawhi over there. You know what I mean. So they had Lou Will starting. Lou Will, the ultimate bucket. Yo, how come more people? How come more people weren't talking about Paul George going into the season, literally getting no contact, and then now has not been playing at all? Yeah, what happened? I was under the impression that they were going to be ready to go. Then I heard that he wasn't in contact. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. The season starts in two days. What do you mean he hasn't been getting any contact? It's the shoulder, right? Yeah, the shoulder. Yeah, that was that was probably the most under the radar thing going into the year. That I I, maybe I was I wasn't just up to snuff enough. It wasn't doing enough reading. Yeah, I think it had been out there because no one's acting surprised. So I think it might have been out there, but we just weren't paying attention. So much shit happened this summer, though. You know what I mean? Like there was news was coming out every every ten. But even going into that like Lakers Clippers game one. Oh, you, you didn't have any. Yeah, you thought Paul George I, I was, was I yeah, I figured PG was playing. Like I had no idea that he was he what was did out he like do that. Back? I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, uh, they're gonna have a whip though. Oh man, they're so, so they're so deep, dude. I mean, yeah, that team is crazy deep. Montrez, <laughs> Harkless, Green, Zubek, like Pat Bev, Lou Will. Yeah. Well, that, one through three defensively. It's going to be one of the best perimeter defensive teams I've ever seen. You got Bev, Paul George, and Kawhi. We already seen what Kawhi can do. So you know what I'm saying, man. It's I think I think they're going to give the Lakers. Uh, everybody's talking this Lakers shit. I think the Lakers got some major issues with their depth or lack thereof. I mean, I understand that that when if it's going to be Davis and LeBron, <laughs> then they're good. But don't let one of them get hurt. Yo, this issue. this KCP slander on Twitter is probably the fun, some of the funniest stuff I've seen in a minute. Doug, what was that? Should I, I, <laughs> I, I retweeted the other day? They're like KCP is the property tax for LeBron and AD Mansion. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, they're just they just bring up KCP in any any absolute spot they can. It's hilarious. Uh, he's made a whole bunch of money by being a clutch uh, clutch client, though. I also had him pass up some money though. No, he 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 smoked off some money before he got to L.A. I think yeah, Detroit but, tried to yeah. offer him some crazy amount, and he and he ended up passing like seventy million or some. Yeah, shit. some crazy number in that he passed on it because of because Clutch told him to pass on it. So, but yeah, I mean, yeah, no, he's in a good Rich spot. Ball now, have, spot now, Rich Paul might have slipped him the check. You know, <laughs> get, get, get him on the back end. He's gonna be on the Lakers for the next ten years. That's uh, that's what happens, man. It's light. Yeah. It's light like that. Clutch. Clutch, baby. Dude, we'll leave it there. Big Nick the Quick calling in. We live. No catch up sports talk via Chicago. Are the Bears going to win at Philly? No. Is it is it close? No. I, I kind of hey, feel I kind of feel the same way. I kind of feel the same way, bro. Like we go yeah. in there. Philly needs to win too. They're going to yeah. be motivated. The defense knows. Else to do on Sunday. <laughs> the defense knows the offense. 
The offense is in shambles. They're already going to be sick. I will say this. Khalil Mack needs to play a little better, too. Now, I know no one wants to say that, but that's the facts. These dudes aren't motivated, bro. They're not motivated so at all. He get, he get three straight sacks and still want another lap on offense. <laughs> so... We'll see. It'll be interesting. Bears are in Philly on Sunday. Bulls, when this drops, I'm going to drop it tonight, but you're probably listening to it on Friday morning, November 1st. They uh, will have D. Rose back at the United Center. Pistons in town. That'll be interesting. That's That's a good Friday night game to catch. Having himself a good start to the season, too. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So, uh... We'll leave it there. We'll be back, hopefully, in studio next week. But we'll, either way, we'll be back with a show. For Nick the Quick, Nick Harvey, I'm your host, Sean Little. No catch-up. Sports Talk via Chicago. Let's go.